Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Big Bros Podcast. My name is Ilan and I'm joined by my lovely friend and co-host, Jeremy Tussia. Jeremy, what's your body count? Are we talking Are we talking like Black Ops, like Call of yeah, Duty? What a, I thought that's what you told me this episode was about. Absolutely, yeah. As, yeah. if, as if I assumed anything else. Exactly. Yeah. Well, me, mate, I was like that kid that didn't play any Black Ops, didn't play any Mortal Kombat because, you know, mum and dad saw these games and thought, violence, killing, warfare, we don't need that in our household. We don't need to raise our children playing these sorts of games. Stick to your FIFA, stick to your 2K, and um, you should be fine. You only need a few. Use those games. So we're talking about body count and black. Bro, what about GTA? Talking about what about GTA? None of those games. None of those games slid, mate. So body count. I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the act of having sex with someone else. How about that for a nice rogue definition? Something blunt. There we go. There we go. A bit more robust there. Yes, exactly. So. We're talking about body count today because it is a topical conversation, especially amongst, you know, boys and girls uh, when they're picking a partner. It's whether we like it or not, people tend to ask that question. It is a form of a screening process. And we wanted to kind of come on here and talk about why it might be a screening process because I don't think you or I are of the opinion that a very high body count is terrible, but we're not of the opinion that like, you know, you should necessarily draw like black and white conclusions from them either absolutely i don't think it's a black and white topic and yeah you mentioned screening process um i think it's sometimes maybe that it's more so like the elephant in the room i think screening process maybe implies that like i talk like a nerd so you know this i talk like a nerd yeah it implies like (laughs) you're going through like your medical format and like you're ticking boxes and like you're making asterisk signs and it's like yeah please sign here over 10 guys, over 10 girls, over 15 girls, over 15 mm. guys. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know if I'd call it like a screening process, but you're right. It's definitely something that is on all of our minds when we are dating someone quite continuously and we're maybe thinking about pursuing them. We're wondering like, how has this been, how has this person been sexually in the past? And body count is something that sometimes and oftentimes we think about rather, but we might be apprehensive to talk about and we might not want to ask the person about because honestly, is there any good in finding out the person's body count? Well, it's funny because I did a study and they found that only one-fifth of people actually found out their partner's body count left and they only left because the body count number was so high. So for four-fifths of other people who are in relationships and they do know the body count, most people don't care and they just don't leave. So... It says a couple things. It says that, yes, it can matter and it tends to matter when the number's really, really high. But B, most people say they might care about it, but in reality, they don't. And the reason they probably don't is because there's so many other elements in a relationship that are way more important to focus on. Like, I don't know, growing the trust between the two people, building amazing memories. Like, I don't think people... Unless you really have bad retroactive jealousy, most people, I don't think, are going to be too concerned with their number. Yeah, it's just like what we often talk about, running that cost-benefit analysis in your head. It's it's figuring out whether it is a deal-breaker or not. And oftentimes, just like the survey shows, just like statistics show, it's not a deal-breaker unless it's astronomically high. And by astronomically high, I think we're talking about, you know, I mean... 
arbitrary values arbitrary values I'm going to say 100 I'm going to say 100 I think it differs I mean I think I mean well it depends on how old you are I'm speaking from logistics point of view if we were to crunch numbers let's say over like uh, let's say from like 18 to 23 23 23. I mean I think that's the best way to judge as well as logistically how much time do you have in your week to devote yeah. to that sort of thing. And Absolutely. If, if that's if that's like taking up 70% of your week mm. rather than something else, then that might say some things. But so, again, we're not here bashing on people with a high body count because I think you and I both mentioned we're more... It's like as guys, we're probably more concerned about how that number came to be rather than the number itself. Exactly. It's like, all right, so say the body count for the person is 100 it's more so a question of, wow, not why have you slept with so many people? It's why have you slept with so many people? What is that doing for you? Why has that been so, what for what it seems to be, fulfilling for you? Is it because you're not maybe getting the validation you need from other realms in, in life? Are you, not, are you not pursuing other things that might be fulfilling you? Like, that's those are the questions that are coming to my mind and probably coming to most people's minds rather than like the 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 arbitrary number of how many people that person slept with and truthfully you could have someone who's an amazing partner and they've slept with so many people and you could have a really shit partner and they've slept with like no one so it's not i feel like or a blank versa. or vice versa so it's there's no blanket rule it's like one factor and i think the reason's also become topical is because there was a study that was done which said that the more partners that a male and female had so both males and females this is not gendered necessarily but more partners male or females had the le- uh the higher chance of divorce cheating and lower satisfaction in the in a monogamous relationship mm-hmm. what do you think about that do you think it's a black like, it's correlation not causation so there's some reasons that might explain that yeah so well what it's saying there is like i guess the more partners or the more sexual partners that each person has had the higher rate of divorce. Yes. So it's like the more sex you have outside of marriage, the more likely it is that your marriage is going to go to shit. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe it's an argument of pair bonding, right? If you get into the habit of not pair bonding early in life, when you're having sexual encounters with people, if you're constantly like chasing the next thing, chasing the next thing, and you're not allowing that relationship to grow with that person, and I'm talking like if this is like situationship type sleeping, like very often casual sex, not like one night stand type relationship. But if it's like you're constantly casually having sex with a lot of different people, I feel like that's essentially, for lack of better terms, screwing up your pair bonding metrics and, and pair bonding hormones, oxytocin, all of that in your body. So that by the time you actually do want to settle down with someone, well, You've just trained yourself to actually not know how to settle down with someone, not know actually how to pair bond with someone because you're so used to not pair bonding. You're so used to switching off that that switch in your head that's telling you, nah, I don't want to pursue this. I, I'm just going to run off run off onto the next one. It's it's just like any habit in life, exactly. any bad habit in life. It's just like It's just like doing drugs for 20 plus years excessively and then one day going cold turkey and trying to train yourself then and there for the next 20 years of your life with no practice leading up to it to just be completely fine. 
like it's 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 hard it's hard it's true no you make a great point that could be true what else what else i reckon is potentially true as well is that if someone is really confident when it comes to sex and they know they can attract any partner they want they're less likely to put up with a shit relationship. Not because they're going to necessarily seek sex from somewhere else, but they know that they can communicate with the opposite gender or the same gender, whatever, if they're, if they're homosexual. But the point being is, is that they, if they're really confident in that realm, they might not have those thoughts of, am I going to find anyone better or not? I reckon they think they can. And that's why they might be more willing to leave that relationship. So it's not necessarily that the high body count has caused them to be a shittier partner. It's that they've had a high body count. It's affirmed to them that, hey, I can attract people of the opposite sex or who I want. Mm. And I don't need to be stuck in a relationship just because I don't think I can get anyone better. Yeah. And I think with that though, when it comes to like leaving a relationship and divorce rates and and body count, I I do struggle to believe whether like the body count aspect is the one that's thought of if like divorce or like not even divorce because if you're not married, whatever, just like leaving a relationship, I think it's more so not so much knowing about the validation you can get from other partners, but it's more so knowing that like, well, if this relationship is so challenging and so hard for me and I'm really struggling to connect with this person, well, it's that's just not what a relationship should be like. Mm. It's just not how it should be. Like, why would you want to be in a relationship with someone that is it's it's constantly feeling like a challenge? Like, you know, I've I've seen things recently where people are saying like it's sexy and it's hot to be like so disagreeable and to be so challenging to your partner. And I don't know. I don't know who has these opinions. That is the biggest bullshit I've ever heard. Absolutely. Because I don't know who has these opinions because mm. it's only going to cause more friction, right? Well, think about it. You're in a relationship and people say, well, a relationship is like a team. The last thing you want in, you know, on a team is for someone to be incredibly disagreeable and not follow orders. Not saying that your partner should be following you, your orders blindly. But the point is the more disagreeable you are, the more likely you are to cause conflict and, in a team environment, you kind of want to be on the you, same page on things, no? You want to be having common grounds. Of course you do. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, when I when I hear those survey stats, I, I, I don't really think like the divorce rates or the end of relationship rates really have much correlation to do with body count. I think it's a host of other factors. That so, like, why do you reckon people actually care about it? So, let's say there was a stat that said that... Um, Okay, there's actually nothing negative correlated. Like people can sleep with whoever they want. The number can be infinite and it has no bearing on, you know, if you got into a relationship with them and you know you'd be happy with them. Do you reckon you yourself would still want to know about their number or rather if it was still astronomically high, would you still be bothered by it? I think with me, I'm not so concerned about the arbitrary number and I think this speaks for a lot of people. I think it's more so about how they've gone about their sexual encounters with people. Have they just had like a phase, like a hot girl summer, a hoe phase, a, a, you know, one of those phases where they've just gone about sleeping with, with people for a certain period of time. That's fine. So be it. That's not what's so concerning. What's concerning is for me, I think, when I think about like people that have like, you know, had a fair amount of sexual encounters it's not whether they've had like 50 sexual encounters and a lot of them have been like ho phasey type encounters. It's whether a lot of those sexual encounters, like you mentioned before, 
have been with the purpose of just like constantly casually dating and not really feeling like they have wanted to go that next step and to try actualize something of a relationship. Because if you're constantly in like a situationship, it takes effort. It takes a lot of time to build to build that bond with someone to be able to like see them quite often to be able to like have sex with them therefore, right? You're still conversing, you're still having conversations. So you're still connecting, right? So it's not like it's just a one night stand where, you know, it's just like a, a one and done type thing. It's a bit more transactional. You're, you're having a bit of fun. I'm more concerned about the ones where it's like, these are like constant situationships and nothing is being, nothing, nothing is being ascended from them. Nothing is coming from them. It's like, that's when I start to like be a bit more concerned for myself and think, well, if that, if this has been the case for this person where they've struggled to like go that next step, is that just going to happen for me as well? Well, it's a good point because the, th- well, think about it this way. If they've had multiple sexual partners in the past and they've communicated to you that, hey, like every partner I've been with, I want something long-term with, but they have been unable to secure that person, you know, as a long-term mate, who does it say more about? You know what I mean? So, you may be less concerned about the actual body count, how many people she slept with, but you might be more concerned about or he has slept with. But you might be more concerned with the fact that why has that person not been able to actually hold down a Absolutely. secure relationship? And you know what? That's it's, exactly um, my point. Yeah. I, I think truthfully, like your your past are your habits and your habits are who you are. Mm. So, if they're going to carry in the same energy, the same behaviors and actions, by the law of probability, you're probably going to still have low end statistically of that relationship working out. And I'm talking about like a big number. I'm not talking about like, you know, a lot of people have quite a few partners before they get married. I'm talking yeah. about like relationships. Yeah, we're not talking about like five or six yeah, that's, situationships by the age Get your of numbers like up if it's that low. Far no, out. We're, we're not talking about that. We're talking more so like, yeah, if this if this person has been in like, you know, 15 to 20, like, situationships by the age of, like, 23. Like, what is that saying about the person? And it's not saying they're a bad person either, but maybe, you know, I I guess because I'm a man, I look at things very, in a very, like kind of textbook way, like, step one, what was the thing that was done wrong? Yeah, in the sense that, like, I don't know, like, as you said, like, 20 failed situationships, is there something that we need to correct tactically about how you enter relationships? Mm. Potentially, you're coming off too strong. Maybe you're scaring them off. Maybe there's some unresolved uh, trauma in your life that, you know, you kind of spill out. People don't want to take that on. So, it could be a plethora of reasons. Jeremy... Is it a red flag if in a relationship if your partner refuses to share their body count with you? Absolutely not. I don't think it's a red flag if they refuse to share their body count. I think sharing your body count is not something that is going to be a service, a good service to to you or to the person that you are dating. I don't think it's going to be doing you guys any good. It's not going to make your relationship stronger. Absolutely not. But it can definitely make it riskier it can definitely put a bit of a scar in the relationship it can make you question a lot of things potentially and it can cause potential retrospective jealousy so i don't think it's a red flag to not share however i think it's a bit red flaggy if they're extremely direct and defensive 
and potentially in denial about it when the question is being asked. Because I think everyone has a right to ask the question, but I think in the way in which you respond to it, that's quite telling. If they're if they're like, why? Why why does that really matter? Like, are you gonna leave me if I tell you? Yes, I've slept with a billion guys. Yeah. Like billion if, girls. If you're quite like defensive and you know, you're throwing it back in an aggressive way. Yeah, that's that's a bit concerning. Like that's a bit red flaggy because that shows that there's maybe something being hidden. Like if there if if it wasn't something of like such a concern to you, you would probably not approach the question in that type of way. There's a dating coach online. I forgot I forget his name, but he um he pops up for me sometimes on my algorithm and he talks about the fact that entering a new relationship you should, you should never actually reveal your body count because even if it's low even if it's you know a moderate number still the other person will hear that and think automatically like they'll be a little bit jealous or they might just have you know those lingering thoughts but the point is like what good does it do because no, that person nothing. could be the most secure person in the world but then they might spark a bit of retroactive jealousy which is the sort of jealousy you get when you get jealous of your partner's past, right? And it's a crazy thing. It's, it's like it's a yeah. It's a, like say this is like the fifth or sixth time you've seen this person. You you've got a crush for them by now, maybe, and you're starting to have these conversations. These a bit more intrusive conversations, and they're telling you about. Well, you know, they're not telling you, but you're asking about these questions about body count, maybe, or about past sexual experiences, and you're giving answers for them. It's a crazy thing that like you didn't know this person in the past and you've got this sense of like jealousy about it. Yeah, it's true because that's, I think, again, I'd love to hear like a girl's perspective on this. I think a lot of men um, want to know it because I think, and I don't don't know if it's maybe security or not. I think if we're being truthful and being completely honest, the thing with sex and ex- like sexual exclusivity is when we're with someone, we want to know that we're special. We want to feel special. Mm. We want to feel like we're with someone that there's something rare to it, right? And I think the reason a really high body count can disgust men, and I'm not saying can't disgust women, it definitely does, especially if like, you know, they think they're a fuckboy and whatnot. But for guys, it's the fact that you want to be sleeping with someone who hasn't really reserved that right for the entire globe. You want to feel as though you're getting something special. And that's the thing. We Value tends to become created from things that are rare to attain, like a diamond ring. It's not, not everyone has a diamond ring, but they're, they're bloody hard to source and they're Absolutely. quite expensive. The point being here is that with something as intimate as sex, you want to know that that's purely reserved for you, Right. And I, I'd imagine a lot of girls feel the exact same way. Like you would want to be with someone where you know that, hey, I'm, you know, engaging in sexual intercourse with you and that's like reserved for me. So I feel special. So I think that's another big reason. And I think that's like probably an evolutionary reason behind it. Mm. Um, at the end of the day, does it mean that it's like body count um, is a determining factor whether you enter that relationship with that person or not? I don't think it does. But back to like the whole green flag, red flag thing, I think a really good green flag answer in that uh, case would be is, hey, look, honestly, I don't really know my body count, but just so you know, I don't really think about those past partners. I'm really focused on just creating and cultivating the relationship relationship we have now. So, yeah. Absolutely. And I think that's the best way to attack it. I think if, you, if you're if you just honest, 
honesty is the best policy as we 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 say quite frequently and it's it's a cliche because it's true right if you're if you're honest with the person they don't have any reason to to judge you unfairly they might not agree with some of the things you say but in terms of judgment you can't have an unfair judgment on someone that is just being honest with you and being honest with you in an authentic and genuine way. Exactly. I think another reason why people might have some sort of negative connotation with it is that it shows that for some it might be, the way I've always thought about it is that it's a symptom of something that might be more underlying. So, some people will you know, have sex with a lot of people because it, it's an external form of validation. Maybe they have really f- poor self-esteem and that's their way of kind of actualizing that thought or fulfilling that, um, or fulfilling that self-esteem element is by sleeping with a lot of other people. I don't think that's, I don't think that's particularly help, uh, healthy. I wouldn't be parading someone's body count as well if they're, if they're experiencing debilitating sex addiction. You know, it's a thing like Tiger Woods, like the golf player, I think he, he struggled and experienced it for some time as well. So, I think like now maybe in society, we tend to celebrate it a lot. Like, you know, do your thing, hot uh, hot, hot guy summer, hot girl summer. And that's fine. You do whatever you want. But I think there's always going to be risks with anything you do. And I think there is always going to be a risk with sleeping with a lot of people. Obviously, you can be as safe as you want when it comes to sex. But, you know, diseases can make their way in. Absolutely, mate. Couldn't agree more. But if we want to absolutely nip this in the bud... Our topic title for today, Does Body Count Matter? What are you saying? Like, perhaps, but only if it's really, really high. Like, it has to be really, really high, I think, for it to make a massive difference. Because, again, as I said at the start of the episode, you have people with high body counts and they're great partners. They're great people. It it really says nothing about their self-worth. And you can have people with low body count and they're shit in relationships and you know, they're just not good people all around. They're not good citizens of society. What do you reckon? I think rather than thinking about does body count matter in its arbitrary value, I think people should be thinking about the rejection rate more so. And rejection rate is not something you can calculate as you can with an arbitrary number of how many people you slept with, but you can get a good idea of the person's rejection rate just through their character. And what I mean by rejection rate is Say you've got person A, male A, for example, versus male B. Now, male A has slept with 10 people, but male A has also rejected 20 people. Then you've got male B, who's also slept with 10 people, but hasn't rejected any of them. So he's saying yes to everyone that is offering him a sexual experience, whereas person A is being a bit more selective. Now, I think that says a lot more about body count because... If we're weighing up each person, person A might be a lot more of an attractive individual than person B. And as a much more attractive individual, you're more likely to have people flaunting themselves onto you naturally. And person B, if if they're not quite attractive, then they're probably more likely to be saying yes to, to everyone and not being as selective. So I think those are the types of things that should be weighed up. And I think that says more about the person's character rather than the simple arbitrary question of does body count matter? That's a fucking excellent point. That is actually really, really true because I think that answers a lot of other questions as well because that's why I think the whole body count issue is like so taboo and why people debate it so much is because when you have someone that does reject other people, it actually signifies a lot of things, which is, hey, I actually value who I sleep with. And if I'm going to, you know, let people 
know me so vulnerably and on such an emotional, intimate level, they need to kind of tick off a few boxes for me. You know what I mean? Like I need to have some form of standards Mm. and I think people should have standards in anything they do, whether it's picking a friend, picking a partner, picking the job they do. You should always have standards and expectations. And if you if you just settle for everything, you're going to settle for everyone. You're not going to have any form of you know value for yourself. You're not going. You'll you won't even get what you want half the time because you're just happy to take anything. You don't have any kind of objectives that you want to have people meet. Yeah, you won't have that self worth. You won't have. You won't know what your self values are, and people can pick that out. People can pick that out. So I think that's that's what's more telling about this question of does body count matter is not the arbitrary value but it's how has this value gotten to this state has this gone has this become a value based on you know there's been experiences there but this person also seems like someone that is actually quite selective that has a lot going for them that knows their values that acknowledges their past experiences but is also quite present with me now and is quite present moving forward or does this just seem like someone that is maybe seeking a lot of external validation that is saying yes 99% of the time and doesn't really know what they want and who they are. Because that's the thing. Those things will leak into a relationship with that person, right? So, they'll create a host of other issues that actually has nothing to do with the sex itself. Again, it's what I said before. It's all about it being a, the number being a symptom rather a symptom that reflects the underlying cause of something else that might be bigger and deeper but to pretend like it doesn't have a negative connotation like for guys if they have a high body count they could be associated as fuckboys because chances are it's usually fuckboys with a high body count it's not usually guys with one or two people who they've slept with it's Mm. because your habits and your actions can create a trail and people you know create associations so back to what i said i don't think it's actually that big of a deal um, I think unless it's like astronomically high for logistical reasons, it's just, you know, what else do you have going on in your life? But number two, I think it's also just the fact that um, what you said, which is the rejection aspect is what's your rejection rate. And three, is it a symptom rather than it being the actual issue itself? Absolutely. Nailed it, mate. On that note, I think we'll wrap the topic up here. Hope everyone can take a little bit away from this. It's something a little bit different today and something that has been, you know, on our minds. And I think it's probably on a lot of people's minds when thinking about partners, relationships and... It's summer as well. Like it's way more social period of time now. Parties are going on. You're meeting new people. It's, It's probably a topical conversation. Absolutely. So if you have taken something away from this, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. And also... This is a bit of a controversial topic. So, you, if you guys have any disagreements, Jeremy and I would love to hear it. We're not here to shy away from it because you might think what we've said is complete BS. We welcome it. Just come with a bit of evidence. <laughs> so, we'd love to have a chat if you, any of you guys agree or disagree. DMs are always open. Absolutely. On that note, happy Tuesday, everyone, and have a good week, and we'll see you on the next one. See ya.